I'm Rachel Olstead, the intuitive business coach, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. My mission is to empower women to create an abundant life of freedom, wealth, and joy. I specialize in helping visionary, driven, and passionate women just like you grow and scale their online businesses through powerful strategy, mindset, and energy healing work. Tune in every week to hear my experiences and tips for building a wildly successful six-figure business while working part-time. I truly believe business gets to be fun and simple. You get to have it all, and I'm here to show you how. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. I cannot believe that while well, at the time I'm recording this, it's March, but by the time you'll listen to it, it'll be April already. Like how wild is that? Um, we're already into quarter two of 2021. I hope business is going well. If it's not, I hope this podcast episode specifically can really, really help you because we are going to be talking about kind of a heavy topic today. Um, But I just, I, I feel really called to share this with you guys because I have realized even in the past, like specifically even like six months to nine months, um, even longer, but really, really in the last like nine months of my business, I have really found myself developing um, more discernment, which is what we're talking about today, discernment and constraint. And I want to talk about them today with you guys because there's a lot of lack of constraint and lack of discernment out there, especially that I see in this industry, in the online business world. And I really want to talk about how like discernment and constraint are truly, truly signs of being a really powerful, good, effective leader for yourself and for others. So I'm excited to talk about that today. Um, In the meantime, I did want to um, share just a couple updates with you guys. At this point um, of you, when when you'll be listening to this in early April, my Facebook group, the Dream Builder Society, is officially closed. It's archived. It's closed. There will be no new content or trainings or anything going into that group. Um, It was a big decision that did take a lot of discernment. Um, And I'm going to talk about that entire entire scenario, entire season of my business in the last two years of running that group and growing that group and nurturing that group. And I'm going to be sharing with you guys on another episode, like why specifically I closed it and kind of what's next for me. But there's not a lot like changing in my business. It was just a really, really solid decision um, that I felt good about making. And so that group is closed. And so um, as far as social media goes, if you guys want to come hang out with me, I've been having so much fun over on Instagram. It's just Rachel underscore Olstead. So come follow me there. We'll link it up in the show notes. And we have some really fun things planned for you guys in the next couple months as a I don't I think I have, um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I think I've actually shared with you guys on the podcast that I'm pregnant, but if I haven't, well, surprise, um, I am due with baby number three. I can't at this point, it's almost like baby number one. It was like, I knew everything, what was going on. I knew the size of the baby. I knew the week I had all the pictures. Um, and then when Sadie came, <laughs> baby number two, as I was pregnant in 2019, 
I probably didn't take pictures, like whatever bump pictures, whatever you want to call them until she was, yeah, probably like 15 to 20 weeks. And um, it's just so funny how how baby number three, um, this is just a side note, a little tangent here, baby number three, it's like I like don't even know what week I am. <laughs> I know that my due date's July 14th of 2021. We're super excited. We know we're having a boy this time. We didn't find out with Kennedy or Sadie, but we are having a boy this time, which is so, so bizarre for me, but also so exciting and fun. But it's just funny. Like, I don't even know who I've told. I don't even know what's going on <laughs> because it's almost just like, and I don't want to ever like make it seem like this baby isn't important or this pregnancy, but it's just like, there's so many other things going on and we just haven't had like, you know, it's just so different from your first. So anyways, because of that, <laughs> the reason I'm telling you that is because um, we are going to be having some really fun things happening in Q2. Um, and then I'm going to be taking about six weeks off. So there will still be episodes coming out during all of July and all of August. So we're not taking a hiatus from the the podcast, but we're just going to be um, prepping so many fun things in Q2 for you guys, April through June. And um, yeah, so lots of lots of new things coming up. Okay, let's dive in discernment and constraint. Okay, I actually have here on my computer pulled up the definitions because I wanted to define these like what in the world do these words mean. So I actually just looked up discern as a noun, okay, and as a verb, it can be as well. So to perceive by the sight or some other sense or by intellect to see to recognize or to apprehend. The other definition is to distinguish mentally, to recognize as distinct or different and or to discriminate. Now, I know that word in and of itself has like a really negative connotation, but also discern means to recognize small details, accurately tell the difference between similar things and make intelligent judgments by using such observations. Okay. That's a lot. I want to share with you just a moment about constraint, right? And constraint. Um, And again, these are like really, really negative connotations. And so that there's a reason why I want to dig into this today. So constraint, to constrain something is to force, to compel, to oblige, to confine, to repress. And it's actually showing an antonym, right? Which is the opposite of for constraint is free. Okay, so that feels heavy. So why in the world am I talking today about discernment and constraint? If it's like this idea of like constricting, right? It's almost like putting yourself into a a little box that's really tight without a lot of air to breathe. And I'm talking about this specifically when it comes to our businesses, obviously. But I actually want to try to prove Prove the point on the other side that with discernment, with constraint, comes freedom, comes success, comes more joy, more freedom, more success, right? More money, more impact, all the things that you want, that we all want, that we're all striving for, right? In our businesses and our lives. And so, Discernment and constraint, I really view, and I've never really, I never really thought about them before in business until I was at the point where I felt like I was all over the place. 
And I really realized, and this is how I know this so well and can coach on this so well with my clients and can teach on this so well, just that idea of stepping in to your CEO identity. And I talked about this a lot on the podcast and I will continue to talk about it because it is so important. Um, When you are not treating yourself like a CEO, right, discernment and constraint are the last things on your mind, right? And how this shows up when we don't have discernment and when we don't have constraint in our businesses is that it's almost like we feel like we're throwing spaghetti at a wall. We have no idea like what we really, really want And we're just like trying all the things. And so in the early, early stages of business, like this is good. This is a good thing, right? We we don't maybe need discernment and constraint in the early stages of our businesses because we're really trying to just like figure things out, right? We are literally throwing spaghetti at a wall and it's not a problem. (laughs) And we're saying yes to a lot of things and we're switching things up and we are doing this and buying that and investing in this and and again, throwing spaghetti at our at the wall, right? With our messaging, with our offers, with our ideal clients. And we need that massive action, especially in the early stages, in order to gain clarity, right? We can't sit and plan and plan and plan and be like so discerning right away before we take action or we'll never gain clarity. But there comes a point in time in our businesses when discernment and constraint become wildly important. And this is when you start to really grow and scale, right? And so I have not, I've not been like shy to share that I am scaling to multiple six figures in my business this year. And I plan in the next three years at the very at the very least, to have a million dollar business. Now, in order to do that, right, in order to get to those goals and serve the amazing women in in this capacity that I want to serve them, right, whether that's one-on-one or through my group program, the four-figure foundation, or through my mastermind, the visionary mastermind, like any other offers that I decide to come up with, along the way to my multi six figure business, million dollar business, like I need to be the leader, right? I need to be the CEO and you need to be the CEO of your business, right? If you want to really grow and really scale your business, okay? You need to step into that role of CEO. And so what I've found in my own journey, right? And I'm sharing again, I I know that so many women relate as they are growing and scaling and it's these like growing pains, right? Oh, I don't get to do it all anymore. Oh, I have to have a plan. Oh, I have to like limit myself, right? That feels so restraining, right? Like I, I read those descriptions and it felt to me like if I was just reading that for the first time, it would feel to me just like, again, lack of oxygen, right? Like I can't breathe. Don't put me in a box. Don't keep me down kind of thing, right? Like I'm meant to fly and you are meant to fly. We're all meant to fly. We're all meant for massive success and joy and freedom, right? But we have to have discernment and constraint in order to get there because here's what happens when you're no longer in the baby stages of business and you are really working to grow and scale to, I don't even care if that's truly like 5k months that this might come in at that point. 
right? I teach this concept to my clients, but it's not as important at that point, right? But when you're really, really, especially when you're on your way to a six-figure business, right, which many of you listening may be well on your way or have that as a goal. And so if that is a goal of yours, six-figure, multi-six-figure business, we need to kind of understand this concept now so that we can prepare ourselves. Because what's happened, what, what happens as you're growing and scaling to these new heights, you simply cannot say yes to everything anymore right? And I see this a lot as people are growing and scaling. They still want to say yes to everything, right? And oftentimes, I'm going to say this like as as a caveat, oftentimes it's coming from a scarcity and or lack mentality, right? That people avoid being discerning. They avoid having constraint, right? And instead, they're like, oh, what if, right? They run their businesses and make their decisions with what if thoughts out of obligation, out of FOMO, right? Fear of missing out, out of the lack of trust for themselves and the journey and the process and all of these things, right? And so they continue to say yes, and they jump and jump and jump from one thing to another, right? And this doesn't work as you're growing and scaling your business, right? We have to have discernment like, okay, what are my main offers? What is my offer suite, right? And stop creating new offers, right? Who is my ideal client and go all in on understanding them like it is your job, right? Because it is your job. (laughs) This is your business. You're the CEO. You have to understand who you serve at a really deep level. And so when we are not practicing discernment, right? And, And having constraint, again, it's like we're throwing spaghetti at a wall and that no longer works, right? We're making decisions about clients, about projects, about jumping to new platforms, creating new offers, switching strategies, um, investing, not investing, over-investing, right? Oh, I should do these coffee chats. I need to collaborate here. I need to be in this podcast. I need to do this. I need to do that, right? And that is how we feel then. We end up feeling when we're thinking, I need to do it all, right? What if I miss out? I have to do this. This is part of business. This is how I grow, right? I don't want to miss out, Coming from that scarcity and lack mentality, what happens is we start, we start like filling up our schedules too much to the point where, where we think that we don't have any time, right? And it feels so true that we don't have any time because we're filling up our schedules and our to-do list with so many different things that aren't actually super important, right? They're not like the focused activities, the MMAs that I talk about, the money-making activities, because there's no constraint. Like I feel like I just have to do it all and try it all and be everywhere and serve all the people and do all the things and make all of the investments, right? I actually see this happening a lot more at this stage of business. And I experienced it too. I'm like, oh, I should do that. I should revamp my website. Oh, I need to invest in this now. Oh, I need to invest in this type of of support. Oh, and I need this and I need this membership. And like, I found myself even over investing. And that's why I know this, this concept deeply and why I'm sharing this with you guys, because I've experienced it, right? Saying yes to everything, switching things up, right? Because 
I I was scared, right? And, and maybe out of obligation, some without a desire, but some was truly out of fear. Like, what if, right? Or this isn't working. I don't trust myself. I don't trust the process. I have to change this up, right? But every time we change something, we're just starting over, right? We're just opening the, the microwave when the popcorn is not even halfway finished. And we're wondering why we never have popcorn to eat, right? Because we didn't let it go the full two and a half minutes so it can actually pop and heat up and the oil can whatever, right? And so that's what happens, especially when we switch strategies and focus on so many different things at one time. Because the reality is, you guys, if you want to grow and scale in your business, if you want to have more impact, more freedom, more money, all of the things, you have to, one, treat yourself like a CEO, right? And that means really focusing on creating an abundance mindset. And abundance mindset is, is, you know, in this case, really allowing you to like be okay with the no, be okay with saying no, be okay with like actually simplifying things, right? Simplifying things, focusing and saying no, right? Having the discernment to understand is this actually a good idea, right? You're discriminating. Again, that word has like a really negative connotation, but it's actually really important in your business when it comes to like different tasks and opportunities, right? You're discriminating. Okay. Is this going to be good for me, for my business, for my goals, for my future, for like where I want to go? Yes or no, right? Trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust God, pray about it, right? Discernment is everywhere in the Bible and, and oftentimes has like a really Christian or just religious in general understanding, right? But it doesn't have to be, right? You don't have to be religious or a Christian to have discernment. But this is really, really important, right? Discerning and discriminating, okay, what's important, what's not? What's like pressing and what's not? What do I want to do versus what do I feel like I should be doing right now, right? What is going to bring me so much joy? What type of investments do I actually want? Do I actually need right now versus, um, you know, fearing that like this coach that you've been following or this provider or whatever is launching this new thing. And if you don't get in, you're going to miss out and right. Like making decisions from a place of FOMO, from a place of lack of trust, for yourself in your own journey, like that's not practicing discernment, right? And then you don't have constraint. And when we don't have constraint, so it was interesting, the antonym of constraint was free, right? But I actually think it's it's truly, truly the opposite, right? It's like this paradox about like having constraints and having limits, right? That, okay, there's these two sides, right? There's like these two schools of thought, right? This paradox that could take control away from you. It could dictate, right? By forcing you to think and work and act a certain way, like limiting your options, aka I only market on Instagram and no longer on Facebook, right? That's just a, a random example, okay? Like that is limiting my options as far as as where I'm marketing, right? Where I'm showing up, okay? We could decide to look at that as like really constricting, right? But I like to think about it in this way, okay? Having constraints, right? And having constraints on situations, especially in our business, I actually believe help us take control, right? 
They help us take control because then we are in the driver's seat. Instead of feeling like we have to do all of these things and being really almost chained down by like, oh, I have to do all these things because this is just like how we grow our businesses. That's simply not true, right? Then we get to decide intentionally to limit our options, to limit what we're doing, to limit how we're spending our time and to control it. And guess what? That gives us, you guys, more freedom, right? When we're not doing all of the things, when we're not showing up on all of the platforms and constantly creating new offers and and switching up our messaging and switching up strategies and investing in 17 different things at one time, being pulled 17 different directions, we can actually focus. And so we're no longer throwing spaghetti at a wall. You build trust within yourself. And guess what happens as a result? Your business thrives, right? Because you're discerning, you're making appropriate and healthy and good decisions based on where you want to go out of trust, out of desire, out of like a really, really focused intention, right? And you have constraint to say no to things that aren't part of that plan, right? Maybe that means saying no to clients who aren't like a perfect, perfect fit, right? Maybe that's saying no to certain projects, even though it would be fun and it could maybe make you some money and it could be exciting and it could be whatever, fill in the blank. But having the constraint to say no, because that maybe doesn't fit within your, you know, six month plan, your one year plan, your three year plan, and that might be a distraction, right? It doesn't mean everything outside of your plan, right, that you've come up with when you are actually intentionally sitting down, reflecting and discerning what you want and where you're going and where you want to go in your business, it doesn't mean that anything that's not part of that plan is bad. It just means that you're showing up as a CEO to say like, okay, I trust myself that other opportunities will come up in the future, right? And and if the opportunities present themselves that help me to grow and to scale on this path that I've decided rather than taking 700 detours, right? Then I'm okay with that. But really having that discernment and constraint again, okay, from trusting yourself, okay, allows you to simplify, to focus, and to say no to the things that don't actually serve you and help you get where you want to go right now. I think the trust thing is really, really huge because a lot of business owners and especially a lot of women in business, um, especially if you don't have a business background or, you know, a lot of experience like I didn't. And actually, I thank God I didn't have a business background um, and that I've really just like learned as I've gone and through experience and just like my natural intuition and understanding and, and wisdom, I feel like I have been able to kind of go down this path that I want rather than feeling like I have to follow the path of other people, right? And like, I have to do this or I won't be successful. And that's like simply not the truth at all. 
And I do want to um, say that because this is really important, because even in the past nine months, I've made like two different pivots in my business. They've not been like massive, but they have been they have been pivots, right? We transition, we change things. And actually, that's a sign of a healthy business and a healthy business owner and a healthy, you know, CEO mindset that you're recognizing when things do need to change, right? And so I want you to like understand that having discernment and having constraint as a CEO, as a business owner, doesn't mean that you have to like put yourself in a box and never leave that box right? It doesn't mean you can't change things. It just means that you are like a thousand percent more intentional about it and don't jump on any whim or any shiny object you see or any feeling that is fleeting, right? If one day you wake up and you feel like you hate Instagram or Oh, you hate, you know, whatever. Maybe you're you're offering this this one offer and it just like didn't feel fun and you had a client, you know, not get great results or like say something bad about your offer like the day before, or the week before. Like instead of letting those little fleeting feelings and experiences like dictate your decision making process, having discernment and constraint will allow you to and, and really like living in this will allow you to really just um, take a step back, right? And not make decisions solely on your emotions and on your feelings, recognizing that, okay, this emotion is here and feeling this, okay? Just recognizing it, having awareness, but then taking the step back and truly grounding yourself and reflecting on it and being intentional, okay? Does this actually mean that I don't like this offer? Was this just like a bad day? Or was this just like not a not a perfect fit client in the first place? You know, do I need to change anything with this offer? Do I want to? Like, is that going to be effective going forward, right? And be really, really intentional. And so, of course, we're always going to be changing and growing and pivoting in, in little ways and sometimes in big ways. But I want you guys to really understand this concept and you can apply this in your own life and business as well of being more discerning. Like this is truly, truly a goal of mine this year as I'm growing and scaling to multiple six figures in my business. Like this is a must, right? I cannot be and I I want to show up as the leader, right? I, I truly view myself as a leader of leaders. And I've always been, I, I'm a natural born leader. Like that is a God-given gift and a responsibility that I really view that I have. And so a sign of a good leader, right, is is that I'm leading from the front, I'm leading from this side, I'm leading from, you know, all different angles in my life and business and with my clients and, and with women in business but I have to go first, right? I have to be discerning and have constraint about my decisions and how I'm approaching my business, how I'm marketing, how I'm, you know, what my strategies are, what my investments are. And I've had to really, really simplify things, which is why I love and preach all the time. You guys know this, the um, beauty of simplifying, right? That oftentimes comes from having an abundance mindset and from that discernment and constraint, and I'm able to focus so much more and say no, without feeling guilty, without feeling like, 
you know, I'm missing out on something or losing out on a client or money or, you know, opportunity because I know and I trust that I will get to where I want to go without those things and that other better, more amazing opportunities will come up along the way, right? If I am sticking to my plan, sticking to the path, again, changing things as necessary as the data is showing me I maybe need to, and just being really reflective about the whole entire process. And so I want this to be, right, if this if this idea of being discerning and and having constraint in your business and as the CEO, if this feels like kind of something you really, really want to work on, Obviously, I I want you to listen to this episode again. I want you to maybe just like take stock in your business and just like write down, you know, journal through this. Like, what are all of the things that you are currently doing that are not serving you? Or even like look at what is your one year plan? What is your two year plan? What is your three year plan? And really start to make decisions from that future place and from your future self and your higher self and like the this next level version of yourself and your business so that you can create that right rather than trying to throw spaghetti at a wall and like hope it eventually turns into this amazing six course italian meal right like take that and bring it to you and then create that step by step with that discernment and constraint in your decision making process and action process in your business, right? All right. That is all that I have to share with you guys today. I could talk about this topic forever, um, but we won't. We'll stop it there for today. Of course, if you guys want or need support in this area, really stepping into your role as a CEO, wanting to create more income, whether that's 5k, 7k, some of my clients are already up to 10k and really beyond. And so that's really fun to watch them grow in scale as well. And if you want that same thing in your business, and you want to simplify things, um, that is what I am here to help you do. So uh, the only offer that I have open right now is my three month one on one what I'm calling my fast track to 5k. Typically, I offer a six month coaching program one on one. But right now, especially with the baby coming and just wanting to really help women, like get get to reach their goals faster and in a simpler way with more ease and more fun. I am offering a three month right now. So we will put more details and how to find out more information. But if this is something that you're interested in and or serious about, and you already know that you want and need support in your business, um, go ahead and book a clarity call. They are free. We'll chat about where you're at in business, where you want to be, what your goals are, all the things. And we'll talk about um, how we can get you support to and work together to get to your goals in a much easier and more um, efficient and effective way. So we'll link that up in the show notes. Otherwise, that's all for today. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, 
and getting results in your business right now. See you there.